Your kids are now school-aged, more independent, and you've been asking yourself, what's next? With inflation skyrocketing, you're feeling the need to make some extra money to take the pressure off, and you're ready to make an impact outside your home bubble. Turning your knowledge into coaching sounds like a great side hustle to consider, but you don't want to sacrifice your family time and you have no idea where to start. It sounds simple enough, but you're asking yourself if you're good enough, if you know enough, if people will want what you have to offer, and if you have what it takes to make something like this work for you. Well, it doesn't have to be such a challenge. All you need to know is how to clarify that calling or that tug that's happening in your heart. Tuning into God and allowing him to lead is the best solution. Let's get practical today on some steps you can take to determine next steps and how to get crystal clear on getting started. And to do that, I have the honor of hosting my podcast mentor on the show. Stephanie Gass is a CEO, wife, boy mom, coffee lover, and hashtag PJs all day enthusiast. Steph helps women get clear on their niche, start a podcast, and grow a successful online business God's way. She is the host of a top 0.5% globally ranked podcast for Christian entrepreneurs, The Stephanie Gass Show. Steph believes it's possible to partner with God to create impact and income without sacrificing or buying into social media hustle. I can't wait for our conversation, so let's dive in. Hey friend, welcome to Pursuing Goals God's Way. Have you thought about finally starting that business now that your kids are older? Do you ever stay awake wondering how to mesh your passions into purposeful work? Do you have big, ambitious goals but feel overwhelmed or even unqualified to pursue them? Hey, I'm Gabe. Not too long ago, I longed for the confidence to start an online business. I just wanted to make a difference outside my home bubble using my gifts. But I kept telling myself that I wasn't good enough. I didn't know enough and I didn't have enough time until I realized something huge. My kids need me to be their example and they need to see me win. And yours do too. In this podcast, you will learn how to clarify your goals, plan with purpose, and ditch your distractions. If you're ready to make an impact and an income, all for the glory of God, then you're in the right place. As an avid runner, I believe life is one massive marathon. It's up to you to run your own race and to finish it well. So lace up those running shoes, pop in your earbuds, and let's do this thing. Hey, Steph, thank you so much for joining me. I'm so excited to have you hang out with me today. Hi, Gabe. I'm so excited to do this. Yes, I am really excited. I've done the formal introduction, but before we get started, I'd just love for you to tell us something unique about you. Oh, something unique. Well, let me think about this. Um, something unique about me is that I don't use social media to grow my business on a personal level. I am not on, I don't personally use Instagram. Mm, I love that. Actually, that's one thing that drew me to you. Um, in the formal introduction, I said that you are my podcasting mentor and I yeah. love learning from you, but that's one thing that drew me to you because I can't stand social media. I'm hardly on it either. I yeah. use it as I need to, but it's, it's just something that I want to, I want to kind of negate the myth that you have to use it to grow right. and you can be successful if God's tugging on your heart and doing it the way he wants you to, instead of the way the world wants you to. So amen to that. Yep. So that is definitely something unique about me. And, um, yeah, it was a long evolution, but after about three years of deleting the apps every weekend, it then moved into a 30 day conviction from the Lord to lay it down for a 30 day Instagram fast, which led to six months. And now it's been 13 months. And I don't ever think I'll, I, I'll never say never, but I don't think I will go back 
on a personal level of using it. Cause I literally got 15 hours back Gabe in my mm -hmm. business and still have more growth and more impact than ever before. And so it's like, yes, we don't have to do this the world's way. Mm, love that. That's so exciting. And today we're talking about kind of clarifying our calling and, and doing it God's way. Like, how do we hear from God and use that, you know, the tugs on our hearts and what he's asking us to, but how do we use that, find the clarity to start a coaching business or to start a business? Um, and I know that you had this experience and I'd love to hear what was that for you? How did you know that God was shifting you in that direction? Yeah. So for me, I've always been an entrepreneur. I've always been not an entrepreneur, but a business at heart kind of person, like goal driven and wanting to have my own thing. And so moving out of corporate America into network marketing, I did that for four years and I did it my way. I did it through striving and hustle and addiction to success and recognition and all of this stuff and learn the hard way that when you build in your own strength, you are building on sand. And it all crumbled out from underneath me, went through a full out identity crisis in 2016 and turned to God was like, Lord, I do not know what I'm called to do because when I tried it my way, it was a hot mess failure <laughs> and I'm going to need your help to, to really kind of find who I am again first and then step back into business. Cause I knew I was still supposed to be in this space, but I didn't know how. And so it's almost like when, when we look at like what we're called to do, it's this yearning, it's this like desire, it's this feeling of discontentment as we walk through the regular job or we walk through what whatever we're doing. It's like this rustling of the leaves of like, are you sure this is it? You know, like there's more, it's like a whisper, but in a God way of like, you're missing something. And I felt that, but I, I had tried my way. And so I completely surrendered to him the whole process, which is like a whole podcast in and of itself. So we won't go into that, but little by little, God started giving me the clues as I was open and surrendered and all those pieces. And I knew that I was being, I was being prepared for something, right? Like you feel yourself moving into this season of preparation. And, and, and a lot of times when you guys look around, that's a very ugly season. It's not like, hallelujah, I'm being prepared for my calling. Like everything's great. It's like, I had no, we had no money. You know, the business had crumbled. I felt like I was at the end of my rope. I didn't know who I was anymore. My, this thing I had built up as this identity of who I was, it had fallen away. And so I am nothing. And I was also at the worst place in my health I had ever been. Like sometimes when you look up and you think that everything is actually falling apart, it's that beautiful moment where you are being positioned to move straight into something amazing because we are we are always prepared through those trials. So that's kind of what that looks like for me. Mm, I love that. It's kind of, I talk a lot about stepping into the fire and the mm. refiner's fire and he's molding and shaping us. And he can't do that without struggle. Like we have to be struggling and, and be receptive of that and being willing to have that pain to come out stronger. And that sounds like it was such a desert season for you, but kind of in the waiting of, okay, God, I know you're calling me to something. What's next? I need to know. And so I'd love to kind of get a little bit practical today mm -hmm. and to hear what are some of these steps that we can really take to dive in and hear what's next while we're sitting in the desert, while we're waiting and moving, yeah. wanting to move into this new season. 
Totally. So the first thing that I did and that I encourage all of you to do is invite God into your mess so that he can give you that message of what's next, right? So step one would be invite God into the mess so he can give you the message. And that might look, that literally looks like prayer and invitation. And I think so often um, people can overcomplicate this piece or you get stuck here. So as an example, something like, Lord, I am sitting in this desert. I love that Gabe has that analogy. And I feel like I'm being prepared for something or like that I'm trying supposed to do something. I feel like I'm not in the right place. I'm feeling unhappy in the thing that I'm doing. And I know that there's something for me that you have called me to, that you are preparing me for, but I don't know what it is, Lord. I pray for your next right step. I pray for that clarity, that next right step. And just praying that he would come into the process with you. That would be step one. And sometimes you'll hear pretty quickly what the Lord has and what he wants you to do. And sometimes it's a whole evolution, right? It's, he usually doesn't give you the whole picture. He just gives you the one next step. So that's the next thing, practically speaking, is when you hear back, thus the next one thing, the next right step, take the next right step, right? You've got to take that next right step in moving forward into your calling. So for me, after trying to rebuild and all the stuff in 2018, I heard a dream because I had been praying. I'd been inviting the Lord in and he said, start a podcast. It was so clear. It was so prophetic. I knew it was from him. I had no idea how to do that. It felt scary. It felt overwhelming. But all I did was I knew the next one step, right? Which was, I'm going to go today and think about what it would be about. And then the next day, okay, today I'm going to sit down. I'm going to think about who it would be for. And the next day. So I, every day I just partner with Holy spirit to take the next right step. And then step three is you have to take action because as God calls you into something, you will 100% of the time feel unprepared. 100% of the time, no one in scripture felt prepared, right? Can you imagine you're standing your, you know, Simon and your, um, and all the stories, all of them, like you're in the boat and he's like, drop, drop your fishing pole. You're going to give up everything you've ever known for your whole life and come fish for men with me. And you're like, excuse me, Noah. Oh, guess what? You're going to go build an ark, like the size of however big that was. And you literally have no tools to do it. And you're going to use this little thing in your hand. Good luck. And he's like, you know, like you hear the next thing and it's a big audacious call sometimes, but the next right step is what cut down the tree, right? Or get out of the boat. Like what's the thing that you're supposed to do the next thing. And you just go take action. And then that fourth and final step is you've got to trust God the whole way through. So here's where so many of us fail. We're willing to ask God to come in. We are willing to hear what it's going to be to get the next right step to go ahead and take action. And then we get all up in our head. Step four is where so many people fail. They decide that it's not moving fast enough. It's not working the way that I think it should. It's not making money. I don't feel qualified or equipped. So you completely turn around when you're on God's path. You are there. You are moving with God. You turn around and you get off the path. And that is the number one example of letting yourself, you know, depict what should be happening in your own life and not relinquishing control and holding on to what you think your plan that your plan is better than God's plan. And I know that's harsh, but it's the reality. And I've been there so many times. I still do that sometimes. I don't think that was, that's not working for me, Lord. Like see him through all the way through, because sometimes the, just the road to your calling, it could be a day and it could be a decade, but all I know is that it's worth it. 
Because at the end of that, there's so much fruit and favor of you walking out the thing God's asking you to do that you've got to trust that he he will keep giving you the next right step. So those are the four steps that I would walk through. Mm, I love that. So um, just to recap a little bit, the first step is really just to invite God into the mess um, with prayer. And I know sometimes that's hard for us because we just, you know, we're, we're, we're audible, right? We, especially women, we just want to talk it out. But um, sometimes it's just getting in the quiet, finding that white space to be able to pray and seek him and then taking the next right step which doesn't mean, and I love that because it's like when we break down our goals, we don't go, okay, we're going to get this big goal. And this is all we're thinking about. No, you'd break that down. So what is the next right step toward that? And it seems like that's the same thing as we listen to God's voice. What was the step he wants us to take? Don't think too far ahead. Just, just, you know, cause obviously yes. our plans never work, right? It's always, God's going to change it. If we have this big plan, it's not going to go that way. So, but then taking action. And I love how you talk about that because I think Sometimes the world's way is really, let's just talk about it. Let's just see it. Let's just, you know, well, if we're not stepping out into it and we're not taking action, it's not going to happen. And and taking it messy sometimes, taking it scared, um, but then also trusting God the whole way through. And I have so many stories too that I could share about trusting him when it didn't make sense and being obedient when I didn't want to be and what happens through that. Right. Um, and, and the beautiful outcome that happens. And like you said, it could take a day. It could take years. It's almost putting our blinders on and not looking to the left or to the right, to what everyone else is doing or to how it's working for someone who's in the world. It's, it matters what God says and, and his action plan, because that's the best outcome. And yeah, I love that. And I, if there's one verse that you guys can wear, as you walk this out, it's Isaiah 30, 21. It's, this is the way walk in it. This is the way just walking it. And I just constantly am like, this is the way I'm just walking in it, Lord. I don't really know where the finish line is. If there's a finish line, I don't know what obstacles are going to come into this path, but I'm just going to keep going. Cause you told me this is the way walking it. And so just kind of remind yourself of that. Cause it's not easy. It's not. I love that. Write it on your mirror, write it on your journal, put it wherever you need. And just as a, a reminder, it's a, it's a promise of his, this is the way walk in it. So, you know, as we're talking about this, I would love to hear a little bit about what's one of the biggest lessons that you learned through your own journey. Maybe it's a story that you have or whatnot of turn, tuning into God's voice and really seeing it through and walking in it. Yeah, that's such a great question. I'm glad that you bring this up, Gabe, because as we pursue our calling, you know, everything gets really noisy, really fast. And we want to follow all the things that we think will get us to that call as quickly as possible, whether it's starting this biz- starting a business or whether it's writing a book or whether it's, I'm going to, I'm called to homeschool my kids, how to make that happen yesterday. Like it really doesn't matter what the thing is. Once you get the call, sometimes we try to force an outcome and we get so distracted by all the other people doing it well, that we start following other people more than we're following God. And I think one of the things that I have learned through a 10, 11 year journey of being a full-time entrepreneur is that the world's way is always the wrong way. And the bigger and more common that something is, usually we're called to go in the opposite direction. And so what I have learned is to put on my discernment glasses and to position God as the CEO in my business and in every area of my life and to not separate God from certain pieces of my life that I think that I need to grip. So this might look like 
you doing an inventory of the little puzzle pieces of your life. So your marriage, your kids, your relationships, your health, your business, your, the way you treat yourself and asking which one of these is God not a part of. And you start relinquishing that control faster, the sooner, the better. And before you make a decision, before you say, I'll follow that coach or I'll do this diet, I don't care what it is. You bring it to your CEO, the CEO of your life. You knock on his door. Imagine that you're in this big building. God has the big corner CEO office because he deserves it. There may be some cherubim in there singing. I don't really know what's going down, but it's definitely epic. And you knock on the golden door and you're like, Lord, I have a question. Should I make this decision? I have this plan, this idea. Let me run it by you. You're the CEO. I want you to, I want you to sign off on this thing. Sometimes God says yes. And sometimes he says no. And sometimes he says, I have a better way for you. Here's my idea, but you've got to approach him every single day. And so that's been an evolution. And through that, what I've learned is God, our CEO, he wants to partner with us. Like he's a CEO and you're the COO. He wants to be vision integrator. He wants to be yoked up with you in every little itty bitty piece of your life. There is nothing too small for him. So the more I got conversational with him, the more I, I really had to create almost a habit and routine in my life of like, something's happening. God, oh, my husband's like voice just raised God. Oh, like no matter what it was, immediately God was invited in immediately. Like, oh man, I just got impatient with my kids. God, like start practicing praying to him in little snippets of your day, all day, every day, and bringing every large decision to him in every area of your life. Cause there's always more. There's always more of him available. There's a deeper relationship that he has and he wants with you. And there's more fruit in your life that he's waiting to give you. Mm, that's so good. I love that. It, like, as you were talking, I was just thinking of him being the integrator and how he's really supposed to be a part of every piece of our life. And that's like, I homeschool my three boys. And one of the things we do is we do it classically. So it's everything's integrated. Subjects are integrated. Math is in mm. English and English is in science and all the things, but God is in the center and he's in all of them. And that just, I just think about that for, okay, marketing and, um, you know, setting up a business and, um, the financial side and the admin, all that stuff, and then put God in the center and how we need to go to him first, right. In everything that we do. I love that Gabe. That's so beautiful. Mm, so good. So as we kind of wrap up here, I would love for you to give one snippet of advice. So I know we talked about the steps and I think the main advice is putting God at the center. That's like mm -hmm. huge. I mean, if, if listeners walked away with that, that is like gold, but, um, about clarifying the call on our hearts. Um, yeah. what is the one piece of advice you would give? That's one piece of advice about clarifying the call on your heart. I think it's to believe that you are called for something because we're good at so many things. We can do so many things, powerful mamas. And so many of you building the business or in the side hustle or doing all the things. There's so many things that you can do. And there's so many things we try to do. And sometimes we try to do stuff just for money because we need to make money from home and we've got to do this thing. But I want you to understand that. And, and sometimes it's, I'm, I'm, I'm afraid, right? I'm, a, I'm unequipped. I'm unqualified. I don't know the next right step. So I won't do anything. I want you to understand that there is literally no time, but right now, because you were created for a time such as this, right? I just read, I opened the Bible this morning, right to the beginning of Esther. So I was like, okay, apparently we're reading that story today, Lord. And Esther, you know, she is a Jewish woman and Esther is, 
young and she's a beautiful woman and she's a virgin and the king gets mad at his wife. So he gets rid of his wife and says, bring me all the beautiful virgins. And Esther and her brother um, come in to the, to God or to uh, the king's kingdom. And she gets prepared for all these months to meet the king. And she finally meets the king and he normally sends everyone away. And he's, he decided that she was going to be his queen and he puts the crown on her head and she never mentions that she's a Jew. Right. And this whole time she's wondering, why am I here? Why me? And why, you know, I'm not supposed to be here. I'm this Jewish woman. And long story short, at the end of the day, one of the main officials in the king's kingdom, he decides that he hates her cousin. And so he's going to kill all the Jews because the cousin wouldn't bow down to him because thankfully he would only bow down to God. So she decides to approach the king, which is not allowed. And she says, I may, I may die. The king may literally kill me for approaching him, but I'm going to do it because her cousin told her, sweet Esther, maybe you were appointed and created for a time such as this. And she thought, if I die, I die. This is my moment. So she goes to the king and instead of turning her away and killing her, he welcomes her in and she has this whole plan and she ends up freeing all the Jews from, from, being, from being killed. And God blesses her through all of that. And for me, that story is that what you are Esther right now in your life. You are Esther. You are positioned right where you are and it doesn't really make sense. And maybe it feels hard or weird or strange or or could this possibly be me? Why me? But God sees the outcome of your story. He's already written it. That's why you are where you are. And so sweet Esther in your life, what are you called to do? And that one thing that you're called to do could now possibly be the time to start. And if it is time to start, what's the very first step? What's the thing that's so scary that you're so afraid of? Like Esther approaching the king, that was step one. She was terrified but she did it anyway because God was with her. So what is that thing in your life that you're afraid to do that God is pushing you forward to do to just step up and know that fulfilling the call on your heart, it's not for the faint of heart. It will be scary. You may fail. You may create, you will come against opposition, but it will all play out because God already wrote the book. He already wrote it for you. So it's only up to you to start, to start here, to start messy. And to go and to remind yourself that you have been appointed and positioned here for a time such as this. Mm, so good. I love that. And it's just the, it's the call. It's the command. God, a lot of times when he heals or, you know, in the miracles that Jesus did, he would give a command. It was always like, go do this. Mm. And if they were faithful, the miracle happened. Right. And, me. and it never looked, they're like, you want me to wash in the water and then I'm not going to be blind anymore? What? Weird. It never makes sense. But when he says go, the best thing to do is to take that next right step that he tells us because we aren't qualified really, um, but he will equip us and he will qualify us. We're qualified because we're his, because we're being obedient to him. And the next right step is all we need to do. Right. So Love that. Love that. That's such a great way to end. Now, I know I have learned so much from you. Um, you have such a gift. Like one of your spiritual gifts is really the clarity. It's teaching and it's clarity. And I've just even listening to your podcast when you're coaching people. I'm like, wow, that was brilliant, right? But um, you have a course called Clarify Your Calling. And I love, I love it because it's about really, um, I'm gonna let you share what it's about, but it's it's taking that tug. And, and how do I now 
figure things out and you're doing it God's way too. You're bringing scripture into it. You're bringing God into it. So can you share a little bit about what that is? Because it's really about starting your business in 30 days. Really, it is about that. And I think I know, I believe you are, each of you are uniquely and wonderfully made. And there's that burning desire in your heart and you will not find fulfillment until you do it because God is constantly Holy Spirit is living inside of you. Like, I go do it, go do it, go do it. And so like all the things that we resist and we we push back against it, that's those feelings of anxiety. And that's those feelings of like restlessness in your spirit. It's that you're not doing what you're supposed to be doing. And I believe that God, one of my giftings is to help unlock that inside of women to show you that you can do this no matter who you are and where you're at, because there's someone else farther down the mountain looking at you. Like, how do I do it? what you've done. And so clarify your calling was born after two years of coaching over a hundred women in this process and going, how do I help women do this in 30 days on their own in a super affordable way? Cause it's truly on my heart, like for all of God's daughter to be walking out their calling. And so I ended up sitting with Holy spirit one morning and he literally just poured out of me this course called clarify your calling, which is four weeks. And we go through really looking at that puzzle of your life. Like I mentioned earlier, like all the little pieces, your spiritual gifts, your vocational gifts, your trials, the things you're passionate about, taking all of that and coming up with the one thing. Cause there is a, I promise you, there is a root denominator. There is one piece inside of there that you are now supposed to use to do something with it. And sometimes it's for money. Sometimes it's for profit. And sometimes it's not, sometimes it's a ministry. Sometimes it's just an action to take in your life. But you have to get clear on what that thing is, which we do in week one. Then in the rest of the the course, I actually show you, how do I make something of this calling? Because like, it's cute to know your calling, but like, what do I do with it? So in the next three weeks, we go through, what would you call it? What's the title of the business or the podcast going to be? Who is it for? Who am I called to help and how? Um, What would my content look like? What would my podcast episodes be about? Or what would my, whatever it is, I don't, it could be a book. It could be a blog. I mean, truly, it really can work in any, any um, outlet. And then lastly, like, how do I execute on this? What is the actual next step? So that's all inside Clarify Your Calling. I know Gabe specifically set up um, a special link for you guys, which is bit.ly, B-I-T dot L-Y slash C-Y-C Gabe. So C-Y-C and then G-A-B-E. And um, we would encourage you guys to go just pray over this number one. But secondly, go read the testimonies. Go see about the course, watch, I have a video on there and I talk all about it because so many women have found like an unleashing of this gifting that they didn't even really know was there. They didn't really know, oh my gosh, that's the call. And as soon as you start executing on it, like fruit and favor starts, I mean, blessing your life. And sometimes it's financial and sometimes it's just peace. Like I am doing what I've been called to do. I'm going, I'm right. This is the way I walk in it. I'm walking in it and having that confidence to know that you are doing the one thing you're supposed to be doing. And there's so many things we're supposed to be doing, but this is the calling. This is the thing that glorifies God through whatever it is you're good at and whatever he's given you those gifts on purpose, you're supposed to be using them and allowing you to step up into that with confidence. What the heck is the next right step? So yeah, we would love for you guys to come and check that out, pray over it. And if you decide to join, use Gabe's link and um, I can't wait to meet you. It's going to be so fun. I love it. And I I can attest to it because your coaching has challenged me and made me, um, you know, consider 
what's what's the best next step as well. And I've changed my podcast direction. I've changed my name. I've done a lot of things from tough love that you've given me in coaching. Mm -hmm. And so I just thank you for that because it's, I mean, the clarity that I've gotten has been amazing. And so that's one of the reasons why I wanted to bring you on here today, because I just knew that you would bless my audience and help them to get some really practical steps of, of how do I move forward and what's next for me as we enter into um, seasons where kids are aging out of diapers and moving into the school age and having some extra hours to be able to do something with that tug that's on their heart. Yes. So I appreciate that. What's one best way for listeners to connect with you? Cause I'm sure they will want to. Yeah. Well, thanks for having me, Gabe. And uh, I would love to invite you guys to come check out the podcast. I have over 500 totally free episodes um, that you can get started on if you're not ready to jump into CYC with us. And it is really for that faith-led woman who wants it clear in her calling, figure out her niche and start an online business from it with God at the center, doing this God's way and not the world's way. And that is at the Stephanie Gas Show, S-T-E-F-A-N-I-E-G-A-S-S. Love it. Thank you so much, Stephanie. This has been so much fun. I love jamming with you. You're so welcome. Bye, everyone. Thank you so much for joining me today. I had a great time and I hope you did too. Before we go though, make sure you follow the podcast on your favorite listening platform if you haven't already. If you resonate with this episode, please consider leaving a review on iTunes or share it with a friend as this helps grow the podcast. Also, if you're not a part of Simplicity and Motherhood, consider joining us. It's a free online community built to provide support and encouragement so you can create balance and live intentionally as you go after your biggest goals, God's way. Head on over to redhotmindset.com for more resources and to find the link to join the community. In all things I pray, you just run your race. I believe in you.